It's a dark, cold night in Boston, Massachusetts on January 28th, 2023. The Los Angeles Lakers are in town and tensions are running high. Four seconds left in regulation. The game is tied at 105 and LeBron and the Lakers have one more shot to beat the hated Boston Celtics. The ball is inbounded to LeBron. He puts his shoulder down and blows by Malcolm Brogdon. He slides past Grant Williams and beats Jason Tatum to the basket. It's the greatest rivalry of all time in any sport. Boston and Los Angeles, the Lakers and the Celtics, tied game, one second left, and King James has a layup at the basket to win it. But he's fouled. LeBron James is fouled so hard you can hear the slap on television. That's not a joke. Go listen. But no foul is called. The referees do nothing. LeBron loses his mind, throws himself on the floor. You've all seen the video. The Laker coaches storm the court. The teammates are furious, but the game will go to overtime. But not before. Patrick Lucifer Beverly, that's not his real name, I just made it up, walks onto the court with a pricey Canon DSLR camera to show one NBA referee the photo of LeBron James being fouled. He was fouled so goddamn hard, there's a photo of it. This referee immediately hits Pat Bev with a technical Boston gets another free point at the foul line, and that was that. If you watch NBA basketball, you probably know this moment. It's legendary. But maybe you didn't know that referee, the one Pat Beverly showed the camera to, did you know that NBA referee was suddenly and shockingly forced to retire this offseason? If you didn't know that, Maybe there's a reason you didn't. Today, the shocking story of the retirement of NBA referee Eric Lewis. This is First Balance. Welcome to First Ballot, the podcast that celebrates the moments in sports that really matter and decides whether they're good enough for the First Ballot Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Neil, a.k.a. Gotham Coach, the long-lost Gasol brother, the podcast Jordan Clarkson, half Jollibee, half Omri Caspi. I'm not the biggest Lakers fan. I am the best Lakers fan. Mr. Not Always Right, but Never Ever Wrong. Coming to you live from the First Ballot Hall of Fame home office, and my Shaquille O'Neal Office Depot Big and Tall Executive Suite Desk Chair. Today's episode of the First Ballot Hall of Fame podcast is sponsored by... Ball is Life. That's right. We're 10 episodes into the second season on the Ball is Life podcast network. It's been a great season so far. The show keeps growing. We got plugged in the athletic. We're getting great guests. 
The guests are enjoying themselves. We got new hit segments every week. Not this week. I got lazy. Rate and review us. Tell a friend. We're going to grow this thing into documentaries. That's the goal. I know we're going to do it. And check out the other shows on the Balls Life Podcast Network. Follow Balls Life on all social channels at Balls Life. Shout out to the Balls Life team. Appreciate you guys. Eric Lewis's stunning retirement from the National Basketball Association is without question a great sports moment, but is it a first ballot Hall of Famer? We got to figure that out today. And here to do it with me is a man who I know almost nothing about. And I like it that way. I try to do a big intro on every episode, show our guests how much I appreciate them. But today, I have no idea who this guy is. He's a shadowy figure. And that makes this story, this moment, even better. His name for our purposes here today is Mikey Wyland. You can follow him on Twitter at M I K E y y y underscore w y l l i n and he is the man who found eric lewis's burner account on twitter and got this whole situation moving mikey is that not the case are you not our hero here <laughs> that that's the case man oh my god this is so exciting i, I can't I'm wait to hero. go through all of this uh hold on before we dive into this moment before we start getting more of this set the table for me what's your favorite sport your favorite team and your favorite athlete of all time favorite sport I got to go with football. Okay. NFL, it's just a big chess match it's between great. huge athletes. Everything has to go right yes. for everything to work. Favorite team, uh, Carolina Panthers. Got it. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> Are you from that region area? You don't have to tell me specifically. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not from that exact region. But did you I'm, grow up as a Panther fan then? I didn't. Wait, was, how, then how the hell did you land on the Panthers? I wasn't that big of an NFL fan. I mean, I watched football, you know, because, yeah. you know, I played in high school or whatever. But uh, it was Cam Newton, my favorite athlete. Right. I get that. It was he's just electric. charismatic. Yeah, he's a blast. Uh, wait a minute. Before we move on to favorite athlete. Oh, wait. Is your favorite athlete going to be Cam Newton? Then? That's it. Yep. Okay, perfect. Uh, were you good in high school playing football? Nah. Okay. <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> Very honest of you. Yeah. Very an immediate yeah. nah. Yeah, it stopped. Also... That, it stopped. It stopped after high school. That was it. <laughs> it was also had a. It was like deep. Your tone went deep. Nah. Like yeah. an immediate. Like we. we everybody yeah. knows the answer to this question. The yeah. answer to this question is no. Uh, no, I appreciate your candor. Um, okay, those are fantastic. Wait a minute. You you shared this with me before we started rolling. You do have a favorite basketball team. Yes. And who and who would that be? That is the Los Angeles Lakers. Let's go. Let's you know go. I mean? Let's go. So you are a Lakers fan. That's good to establish. We've already at the top of the show discussed how Eric Lewis is involved in the um, infamous uh, end of game LeBron James against the Celtics Tatum fouls him uh, no call that LeBron flipped out and has become sort of a meme <laughs> for LeBron online we've discussed Eric Lewis's involvement here is your involvement in this moment and any of your detective work that led to this incredible sports moment does any of it have to do with your Laker fandom no okay Whew. I don't no. know who's gonna believe that. And that's yeah, and that's why I um, swear on previous like little appearances, I didn't want it to be as known. Yes, because I, that's clearly like a conflict of interest. Totally, you know what I mean. But you you swear like you didn't do you weren't like getting into this thinking I nope. hate this guy and I want to get at him. Nope. You okay okay. 
This is a lot. This is a lot to take in. This is going to be a fantastic episode. Mikey, why don't we move into the story of this moment? Usually, again, at the top of every episode, I tell the story behind our moment. You are the story. You and your amazing work, you are the story. So why don't you tell us what happened from your perspective? Honestly, it just fell into my lap. <laughs> I I don't understand why like it took so long for this account, this situation to happen. I thought I was being trolled or something. But so it's just it was the playoffs. It yeah. was it was round one. Yes. Uh the first couple of uh nights of games, um, I had been tweeting out like funny stats between right. the referees that were assigned for the game versus how those teams that were playing that night mm-hmm. played previously with those referees. Got it. How are you guy. getting that information? Ooh, this is a online, um, like a software program, Action Labs, Action Network. Have you heard of them? Got it. Yes, of course. Yeah, so it's Action Labs. So they have like a tool that you could. They have a tool. Use. You make Got systems it. for sports. And, Got you know, try it. to. So predict. these were legitimate stats you were posting. Legitimate, Got straight it. to the bone. Got it. Because during the season, I was looking up stuff like this for teams, and I was I was betting on it. I was right. betting with. The ah, scenarios that, that were happening. Money, right, right, right. Like when certain things would happen with certain refs. So, I mean, I would bet with it, and I was making money, so it worked. Fascinating. And around when the playoffs started, it was working, and it kept happening. So it started feeling a little icky to me. Mm. You know, I'm like, ah, this something doesn't. This, this doesn't feel right. Like I, I'm so excited. I'm sorry to jump in. Oh yeah. You, I think you were a compelling storyteller. I want you, this story is so juicy <laughs> and so much fun. I'm thrilled that you're here. I just want to say that as you're starting this story, like you're even using the right pace. I like this story to be long and slow and detailed. You're killing it so far. Here we telling go. You, man. <laughs> so yeah. So so during the season, you know. I'm just making money with it. It's regular season games, mm-hmm. games that don't really matter. It's right. whatever. But as the playoffs start, I'm seeing referee assignments that sort of favor one team in strange ways. And I'm like, it, it shouldn't be like this, right? It just right. shouldn't happen. I didn't say anything, though. I texted like a couple of scenarios to my friends before games would happen, mm-hmm. and then it would happen. So then I knew, okay, something's weird. So yeah. I started tweeting it, Yeah. All right, And I'm... Not only tweeting it, but I'm kind of passing this up, like tagging bigger sports accounts mm-hmm. and they're seeing it and they're like, huh, that's funny. Uh, when this certain ref had nothing to do with Eric Lewis at this point, it was uh, another ref. When they ref, the Celtics win, you know, and the Celtics won that night when they really weren't supposed to. Right. And so that's when they re- retweeted it. The tweet that I had sent them hours beforehand saying, if they win tonight, this is going to be weird. Right. So a lot of attention's on it now. People are like, hmm, oh, NBA. Well, you know, that whole yes. NBA rig. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. All that's bubbling up, right? Right. And the game was over. It's probably like 1130 at night. I was actually really tired. I'm getting ready to go to sleep. And uh, a random account, like, mentions me. <laughs> and they're like talking about eric lewis because some other guy had replied to that tweet right. talking about how really uh the celtics are right. best with eric lewis yes 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 so, so was, your, your initial tweet has no mention of eric lewis nope someone replies to you and go well what about this celtics eric lewis thing yep and then this random account tweets yes. to that okay got it and i was actually in defense of eric lewis at first <laughs> if you go find it he deleted the account so you had to just find just my replies right i told the other guy hey like 
it has nothing to do with Eric Lewis. He's only refed like four or five, maybe six games for the Celtics this year. But I was like, but you're right, because overall, this is his record with the Celtics. That well, was it. Do you, do you remember what his re- record was with the Celtics? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His record with the Celtics overall is, I think it's 54 and 29. <laughs> okay, that's... Overall. And and your <laughs> where does that stack up in the This Smells Fishy uh, rankings here? Um, Really, it... It kind of doesn't because okay. he had a point in his replies that the Celtics are a good team. Yeah. Why can't they have a good record while right. he's reffing them? Right. Okay. I hear you. Okay. It's going to get, it gets, it gets, it gets spicy okay. though. Okay, All right. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, so I'm replying to this guy telling him, Hey man, it's not about Eric Lewis, you know, right. right. But you're right. He, the Celtics do seem to win at a weird rate when he's reffing. That's when this third account jumps in and they start saying he's going at both of us now really hard at Eric Lewis <laughs> like I mean really hard for Eric Lewis right and I'm like hey hey man like if you look at the numbers like bef- before 2020 it, he had like a 31 and 29 I think it is I have it right here matter of fact they were 31 and 25 before okay. 20 before 2020 with Eric Lewis reffing got right? it so wait, hold on. Let me just repeat that. Before 2021, with Eric Lewis refing, they were almost 5,500. 50, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, overall, before 2020, in the same time frame that he's been refing, they actually had a 59% uh, overall rating, 609 and 418, which means they played a little bit worse while he was refing before 2020. Got it. And then I came in with my whole little theory of after 2020, a lot of states legalized online sports betting. And that's where it got funny. Wow. This is where all this is where everything kind of started with me looking at referees in the first wow. place. Yeah. I don't know that. I don't know that I knew this part of the story. Like I know. And again, I like mm-hmm. research for this. I don't know that I knew this part of the story. I may have missed that tweet. Okay. So you were going this right around the time that sports betting gets legalized, the record of the Celtics with uh, Eric Lewis refereeing them starts to change. It, drastically. <laughs> oh, here we go. Drastically. All right. All right. The Boston Celtics record since 2020 overall, any referee, 228-145, win rate. Wow. They've they've been a good team since then, but mm-hmm. when you just single out just mm-hmm. Eric Lewis, they are twenty three and four, eighty five percent win rate <laughs> since twenty twenty. <laughs> Wait a minute, you said that's eighty five percent? Yes. Oh my god. Okay, hold on. Now let me before we keep going with the story, let me jump back in time a little bit. Okay. Do you remember the tweets? Uh, I don't remember who sort of started this thing. I think it was like one of the ball sack sports guys that tweeted yes. like LeBron is now Owen 82 in his career in games officiated by Eric Lewis. Do you yes. remember that tweet? Okay. Yep. When, when th- did that, did that idea, did those tweets affect? Cause I'll be honest. 
I uh, very quickly fall for the ball sack sports tweets and quotes. <laughs> like if I don't research, if I just like if those things, those accounts exist because of nitwits like me, I'll just see them and go, holy shit. Wait, honey, look at I'm like calling my wife. Look at this. You know what I mean? I like believe it hook, line and sinker right away because I want to believe there's a conspiracy whenever the Lakers lose. Uh, and if the Lakers win, it's because of how good they are. Yep. Uh, so I buy that stuff. Did you look into this? Did it have anything to do with that sort of uh, nope. those tweets, those ideas? Nothing to do with it. Okay. Nothing. It had nothing to do with like Lakers at all at first. It really, and honestly, I think this is in your favor. Yes. You getting into this tool and looking up this stuff had everything to do with money. Yes. You were sports betting, so it's I'm a sports it, better, and I it, love formulas. I I appreciate that, and now it makes sense by the by that uh, Action Networks has that tool mm-hmm. makes perfect sense. He, it's to me, it's perfectly believable that Mikey Weiland was using this to make money, not necessarily yes. to out Eric Lewis's burner account. Right. Okay. It, as a matter of fact, it actually started from that documentary that they had on Netflix with Tim Donahue. That whole thing. Yes, 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 yes. I thought to myself, if that, if any of that was true, it's probably still happening somewhere. And if it's still happening, I could probably figure it out. That's how this started. Amazing. Good so I was like, let me let me just look and see. I didn't think anything was going to come with this, honestly. I love that you that all of this stuff is like exceedingly readily available. Yeah. You're talking about watching a doc on Netflix, which most most of us have. You watch basketball games, which most of the people listening to this show do. You're watching a Netflix doc. You're going, oh, I wonder if this works. You're going to Action Labs. It's all stuff that's readily available to anybody with a computer, and. You're just using all of these tools to figure out this thing, and then you had this. It had this massive outcome and effect. This is all fascinating. It went, yeah, it went somewhere that I did not think it was going at all. This I couldn't is, have predicted it. I can't. This is so <laughs> exciting. I can't. I can't wait to keep going. Okay. Yeah. One other thing I wanted to bring up to you. Did you see the tweet? I I have it here in front of me. It's January thirtieth, twenty twenty three, from a Jordan exposed account on twitter at mm. jordan underscore exposed says so apparently nba referee eric lewis his wife and kids are all huge celtics fans the celtics are 36 and 2 when he rests their games this is a joke for the integrity of the game fix it at nba at nba official at nba official or at officials nba rest uh that's in january yep but the 36 and 2 is bullshit he, yeah he made that up yeah that's why that that's why he jumped into the the conversation because God. that other guy was saying that that um that stat and I was telling him that's not even true. I was like, Eric Lewis, he hasn't repped that many Celtics games this year. I see. So your sort of initial, some of your initial tweets were in re, in response, were in reply to this this concept. And yeah, that kind of stat, and I was actually kind of defending him at first. And they found, and I don't know who did it, and I listen. I think we should leave people's families out of this as yeah, far as i'm crazy. concerned eric lewis is fair game but his family we should leave but someone did spot that there's pictures of his family all wearing celtics jerseys yeah. listen i, I yeah. don't I, I don't want to get into this but it's it is what it is it's the truth yep. okay back into your story you take us through so yeah so he jumps in there and he just keeps replying talking about eric lewis right after i tried to like tell this guy hey like this is not even about Eric Lewis. This is just one example right. of something that I found. When really, it, to me, it was like a a group, like a like a group of refs that I had found right. funny stats for. Right. And I was trying to take the attention there, but mm-hmm. the fact that he just kept going 
and just kept going. Then he started calling Lakers fans crybabies, and I'm like, whoa, we weren't even talking about Lakers. I'm like, wait, like that's what I was like, yo. It's at this point, it's like eleven fifty nine. Like it's about to be like the next day. It's like midnight, and I'm like, who is this person going so hard for Eric Lewis? Right. I never even thought to click the profile. It had no profile picture, so I just clicked right. the profile. Right. He's following like six people. He has right. no followers. Yes. No tweets of his own. <laughs> And I was like, what? <laughs> what? What? Like, you don't... Uh, what? So then I'm looking at... First, I looked at who he followed. Yeah. It's like the NBA Refs Association. Right. The NBA. Right. George Mason Women's Basketball. Like, just... And I'm like, nah, hold on. That's when my antennas went up. Like, yeah. My antennas went up. Like, hold on. I go look at his tweets, his replies. Yeah. Every one of them dating back months, years. Is in. It's a reply right. to officiating and like right. specifically Eric Lewis, and I'm like, hold <laughs> on, no man, I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> there's no way. I'm at that at point, it. are you sure? At that point, are you no, like, not at all? Okay, okay, okay. But my 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 the alarm bells are ringing yes, in my head. Right, right. Honestly, I thought that it was a referee's burner. Got it. I didn't know which one. Right. I, right. I was like, this is clearly somebody's yeah, burner that has yes. has to be there going too hard for the referees. I'm looking at the likes <laughs> and I'm okay. So I started I started doing a little bit of homework within yeah. like ten minutes. I'm looking at George Mason women's basketball. I'm typing in referees' names, who's a who's a who's tied to this, and bing, it pops up. George Mason women's basketball coach is Vanessa Blair. Lewis. Now, <laughs> I emphasize Blair because the name on the account was Cutliff Blair. Yes. Okay. And that's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is, is that the point where you're like, uh oh, this is like, I'm this like, has got to be Eric Lewis. This, I'm like, this has got to be Eric Lewis, right? <sighs> got you know, to the, be Eric. The, Lewis. the clues almost line up so perfectly right it's almost it was almost so obvious that maybe your brain was convincing yourself this yes, can't yes, be exactly yeah i believe that and my first thought is th- is my my very first thought honestly was oh shit like the referees association has somehow been seeing me tweet this right, shit right they've been like i'm like he's tweeting at me it's i don't know i i was thinking what is what the hell is going on right, right now yes. right but then i decide I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put this out. Right. I'm not gonna out this. Right. I'm gonna send him another tweet to kind of give him a softball, <laughs> like <laughs> hint maybe right. that I'm kind of on to you. Right. So I tell him something like, "Hey, man, honestly, I don't think that Eric Lewis is a bad referee. Got it. I just think that you know there's some funny things that's been happening when <sighs> certain referees are reffing." Mm. And he kept going. What does he say? What does he? How does he reply to that? Uh, he says, "I think that's when he said something about the Lakers crying, Lakers fans crying." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, so "Oh, okay, funny. okay." So then I I hop on there and I I'm like, I'm sure that the Lakers probably have a referee or two that kind of helps them out with calls too. Yeah, that was just to see if he was gonna right, you know, defend referees and yes. say no, that that yes. doesn't happen. Yes, he just laughed. Right, he just laughed. Mm. So. No, no denying it. Okay. Him bringing up the Lakers unprovoked and Lakers fans unprovoked is 
a heavy peach. That is a big, juicy detail in this story here that you would bring up Lakers fans unprovoked makes me feel like the fact that there are photos with your entire family wearing Celtics jerseys, there's there, this thing stinks for a reason. There's something, there's smoke. Maybe there's fire here. It's just something to keep our eyes on. And for the record, I hate the Boston Celtics as, as the world's best Lakers fan, not the biggest, I'm the best. I openly hate the Boston Celtics. Matter of fact, Rob, every time I say Boston Celtics going forward, censor it, please. I'm, but that's precisely why you shouldn't let me ref. I'm telling you right now, if I were an NBA referee, I'd be trying to screw the Boston Celtics. I hate the Boston Celtics. It doesn't seem so far-fetched that someone could go, I like this team enough that if I get the chance to screw their rivals, I'm going to do it. That's not that long of a walk to, to take. Huh. Not at all. Okay. But to his to his defense, during our exchange that night, he said something to the effect of, um, look at all the great teams the night, the ninety six Bulls, look at right. look at the Warriors and sixteen. Like let's look at these great teams and I'm sure they have great records with the referees too. You have to look at every game that they refed. Right. And I was like, You're right. That's I haven't point. sat down and looked right. at every single game right. to figure out were they just heavy favorites? Did yes. the NBA just have you ref every single time they were heavy favorites? Right. He's he's right. He was right yeah. about that. Yeah, that's a good point. So I gave him that. I yes. was like, you're right. Okay. But at this point, I was already convinced it was Eric Wood. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, but still, I, I sat on it. I was like, I'm not going to put this out there. Not yet. I was like, I have to be absolutely, positively, right. without a shadow of a doubt, sure it's him before I put this out there. If I put this out there. So, I went so to what sleep. do you do? I'm texting the boys first, and I'm like, hey, guys, look at this. They're laughing. They're like, oh, keep tweeting them. Keep tweeting them. I didn't want to keep baiting them at this point. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to go to sleep. I'll, I'll figure out something in the morning. There's no <laughs> there's no group of guy friends in the world that wouldn't be prompting you to be yes. like, nah, keep this thing yeah. going. Let's let keep it, it going. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> so I, I go to sleep. I sleep yeah. on it. You go to sleep. I wake up early in the morning. Early. Yeah. 6.15. And I'm like... Was I fucking tweet- was I tweeting Eric Lewis <laughs> last night? And I'm like, I go look and I'm rereading all the tweets and I'm like, oh yeah, this has got to be him. But I I need more evidence. Right. I have to be able to really prove it. You're a journalist. You right? really you are you are uh, you're a real like true right? investigative journalist. I appreciate so, your your work here. So not even that. I also decide if I do put this out, I'm not gonna put it out until. I see that he's assigned for the next game. Got that it. way, if it is him, he's right. on the court when it happens. Yes. The count can't come down. We'll be able to see. Right. Right. So I'm like, man, I'm not, that's I'm not smart. doing anything. What makes yet. you think to do that? Because <laughs> I'm thinking, if I'm him, <laughs> what would I want <laughs> right. to happen? Yeah. Like, how? How? How could I? Oh so. my God! That is that is <laughs> honestly that's next level. That's you really thinking through this. Yes. I really appreciate because I knew. Like at, at this point, I, I I started looking at Eric Lewis because I forgot that he was the ref from January. Right. I forgot about that. Ugh. And then when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be huge." Yeah, you like, are, you really you are one hell of an NBA fan. I just want to say that, oh, yeah. and and one of the great Laker fans. <laughs> you are not at my level. That's got nothing to do with. I mean, your work oh, is very much appreciated. I just happen to be up on another tier right now. But I am blessing you and saying that you are also <laughs> one of the world's great Laker fans. This is fantastic. Right. So so what happens is I start looking up. The username, 
I Google it. Right. I, I look this for it on Cutliff, Cutliff, Cutliff Blair. Blair. I, I look for it on on, uh, on, on other sites. Uh, I look for it. I'm just like, did he did he make this account other places? Because the Twitter was made in like, I think it was like 2018. Right. Yes. I think so that's what? right. Yeah. It was it was made a while ago, which yes. which also was crazy because I went through the likes all the way back to when he first made the account, and he's liking videos of himself. <laughs> Reffing and dancing, and I'm like, I'm like okay, guy, why not, oh, baby? Man. Oh, I forgot a piece. He had tweeted at Bethune Cookman and asked them for like, where's the stream? Where's the link? Got it. In like 2019, 18, I, one of those years ago. Yeah, looking for the link. He to was a, a coach. Cookman game. Yeah, he was looking His for the coaching. Right. Got it. And that was another one of the big ones, because yes. not just because that that's where she's coaching, right? But because that's how somebody older would ask for a link. That's so <laughs> funny. He would you... just tweet them, "Hey, where's the link?" That's so... <laughs> what? That's so funny. Because you're you're exactly right, and I I hate to admit this, but I I wonder if I've done that myself. That is devastatingly funny. That's incredible that is exactly what an old person does an old person goes oh let me see if they're on this thing i'll just ask them if they can send me the game to watch that's exactly what an old person does all right because she's on the court at this point you can't ask her he's not going to the team website he's just where's the link you're right he cannot ask his wife because his wife is coaching in the game so he just randomly tweets the like school's account As though there's someone waiting there to send the <laughs> streaming link to every person that yeah. might ask that question. So there was that, and then I'm I'm going back, and he's had tweets. He's he's defending Bethune Cookman, uh, Bethune Cookman as a college <laughs> overall. Like he's talking he's talking crap to other people. Like we've been on y'all for years. Uh, so then I go look at Eric Lewis. Oh, where would he go to college? Oh my gosh, Bethune Cookman. <laughs> That's where they met. Oh <laughs> and my I'm like, God. and I was kind of I was kind of like. I was kind of getting upset with more evidence because I, right. I didn't, I didn't want to do this, but I knew, <laughs> I knew I, I had to, like, yeah, of course, I, I, I mean, have to do this, <laughs> like, so I didn't funny. want to. <laughs> that's so funny. And I'm looking at, he's been active on this on this account for years, and nobody's found it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Wait, wait. The idea that you're looking at this, you have the suspicion. Every piece of every domino that falls after that is confirming what you already know. Yes. It's making you sad. Is, but yes. ultimately, you also go, well, listen, I can't sit on this. I no, have to. Like, I have to do this. It's like, <laughs> That's so a, funny. There's a reason. You must be you must be an absolute yeah. shit uh, keeper of secrets. Like when someone gives you a secret, there's no way you don't go tell like your best friend, hey man, or your girl. <laughs> Wait till you hear what I just heard. There's no chance you could sit on a good secret. I'm never telling Mikey Wilder any of my secrets. There's no chance. <laughs> oh man, so, yeah. That's so funny. I com- and by the by, I want to say I completely understand what you're saying. It would just be t- it would be impossible to sit on this amount of information. Yeah. You're honestly cracking a case. Right, right. Oh my I'm God. think I'm looking at the future of the implications of yes. the NBA news during the NBA Ugh. playoffs. I'm like, oh, he was involved in this controversy and back in January. 
I'm looking at the record. I'm looking at the burner. But let me get to this, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight up, honestly, what he was saying on the account, there was nothing truly unethical yes, about agreed. it. Agreed. And from my view. Yep. It made me like the guy more. He's just defending his family. He's saying he's he's defending his family um, in terms of rooting for his wife and her coaching yep. endeavors. Yep. And he's just defending himself as a referee. Right. And just, just, you know, talking crap to fans. Yeah. As a fan, that's kind of funny to me. I like that. Agreed. I, I agree. I, I think would... it's, 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 it's exceedingly human. All of his tweets were yes. exceedingly human. It's a guy going, hey, think about this. He's not even being an asshole. Like, I don't yeah. know that I remember seeing him be oh. like, fuck you. This is bullshit. You know, don't say this stuff. Like, he's just being like defending himself the way so I think anyone human, would. human. So down to earth. Like, yes. it made me like him even more. Like, it, it really did. So that was another reason why I just wasn't sure about putting this out there until yeah. I was still like I was a hundred percent, but I wanted to be like a thousand percent. Yes, got it. So I'm looking, I'm looking still. I find an Instagram with the same name. Okay. I click on it. No followers, no picture, no nothing. <laughs> Made years ago, and I'm like, okay. And I know that there's a Instagram trick you can do for things like this. I just I go to Instagram and I type in forgot password. <laughs> I, I enter that username just to see the email, you know, right. and it tells me that it goes. It says like what? Like we'll send you the password at your at this email address. Yep, exactly. So Ugh. I did that, and the, the, but the email address is like censored, right? It like yep, doesn't. It's, okay, it's it's censored. Okay. So oh, you but you can't actually see the guy's email address, but you can see generally speaking mm -hmm. that okay. So the username for the Instagram was the cut the Blair, right? But like the first name that it uses, you know, you can have like a display yes. name yep, and username. Yep, yep. Like the display name was like E Lewis M K. Okay. And that, that that was why I did the forgot password because I'm looking yeah. E Lewis. Yes. Made years ago. Like nobody's setting you up like that. Like no, that's just not a thing. Like, right. You weren't the Celtics weren't even a good team yeah, yeah, when you yeah, made yeah. this. They weren't that's even right. winning like that. So right. okay, this is clearly Eric Lewis M K. Anyways, I hit the forgot password and it pops up as E like star 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 as it's uh -huh, censoring it. it yeah, yeah. And the last character was a k right at aol.com <laughs> <laughs> which is another phenomenal detail it wasn't this story. it wasn't even about the e lewis it was the aol.com part for me like who's using <laughs> aol.com <laughs> besides somebody some old man yeah that's so funny and I, I, like, oh, okay. I that's so funny to think about i mean that's tell me if i'm wrong here Mikey. that's an email that this man has had since 2000 and maybe 1998 right like he got like the, the account and signed up and like early on somebody was like do you have an email address he's like i did i did get one i got I, the, one of the aol things so you can email me here and then he's like i might as well keep it open like it's a thing i've had it everybody's got it i don't want to have to like contact everybody and tell them to change it so he's just been rolling with an aol account yeah. since 1996 he, that's that is his first email account yeah. i'm 
positive. Positive. It's 100%. Got to be. And it's like, <laughs> and it was, it was, again, it was sad because I was like, dang, he doesn't really know how to use like a burner like that. Right. Because when he had first made the Twitter account, if you look, he wasn't defending himself or anything right. like that. He liked some tweets about refs and himself, but he was mostly using it to just track where his wife was coaching basketball. And it was like, once things start heating up with NBA, you know, I guess controversy, him refing, is when he started to use it to defend himself. Right. And he had, guess, I don't know, forgot that he had used it for other things oh beforehand. God. So, I, 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 I typed up this big long thread, big long Twitter thread with all the evidence. Yes. And... I was just looking at it and I was just like, no, this, this is, I don't want to do this. It's not for me. Oh my God. Uh, like, it's not for me. I don't, I don't want, I don't want this. I don't want this job. So I, I passed it along to another sports podcast podcast, but they cover a lot of sports. That, that's, that's uh, Jenkins and Jones. Jenkins and Jones. Uh, 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 Dragonfly was the, our first guest yeah. here. So huge fan of those guys. <laughs> so I, I, I passed it along to them Yeah. to see what they thought about it. They, must have they, been rolling. they were just it was funny as hell <laughs> yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is, for me funny as hell totally ref has a burner account what he's tweeting not that bad all right ha ha he he ha ha all right <laughs> that's it they put it on their show Got another it. account rolls with it people start seeing it it takes off yes i think <laughs> where the big misstep was for him was how he handled once it blew up okay so hold on let's get it hold on uh, let's let's let's. So that is this uh, just a phenomenal story. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being here and telling that. Let's go through our Hall of Fame credentials to decide whether Eric Lewis ultimately retiring here it goes into our first ballot Hall of Fame. We have to go through our Hall of Fame credentials. Okay. The first credential. This is the categories by which we judge all of our moments. The first credential, analytics. Here are some of the numbers. Here come some of the stats behind this moment. Eric Lewis worked more than 1,200 games, counting both regular season and the playoffs, in his 19 years in the NBA. Woo. Hmm. No public tweets, as you've stated, all replies. By my unofficial count, I saw 95 because someone screen capped and you know recorded a video of all of his tweets before. Was that you? Did you? Or did you no, no, that? no. Okay. That was another account that just. Okay. For the listener from what i saw there were roughly in and around 95 tweets that i saw there might be more i'm not certain that's why i'm saying unofficial the first one that i see 5 11 18 <laughs> to the nba official the, the nba ref account the nba ref uh, the nba refs post congratulations to the officials selected to work the 2018 nba conference finals and then blair cutliffe replies to that tweet and says what an accomplishment, tough job, good look, but I'll still be yelling at y'all ass, which is so funny <laughs> because he did such a shit job of protecting his identity on this, that the first, his first tweet is to reply to an NBA official account that no one follows and no one really cares about. No. And he tries to hide it by going, I'm still going to be yelling at y'all ass. Which is so funny to be like, how do I people throw people off my scent? What if I act like I'm, but I still hate you guys. That, that's hysterical. Hats off to Blair Cutliffe slash Eric Lewis. This is fantastic. Okay, here's another stat. Uh, less than three. The league announced Eric Lewis's retirement uh, less than three months after starting their investigation into Eric Lewis. Which, again, this whole thing happens. 
your whole story happens. It goes crazy viral. The league goes, whoa, 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 whoa. We'll pull in Eric Lewis off of these conference finals. They sort of shelf him, right? Mm-hmm. So you literally, your work has an, an instant <laughs> material impact on the NBA playoffs because they pull Eric Lewis from covering games. Yes. That is absolutely wild. That's huge. Absolutely wild. Uh, Tom Haberstro, you were on the uh, Basketball Illuminati podcast with Haberstro and Amin. Mm-hmm. Those guys, fantastic pod. Check that out. Haberstro mentioned on one of your appearances that he had heard of a multi-year suspension for Eric Lewis, that that had been bandied about in sort of league back channels, that, they, that the league was debating suspending Eric Lewis for multiple years. <sighs> Man. And the last thing I want to sort of bring up here in the stats section, two, there were two sentences released by the NBA uh, official communications department in reference to Eric Lewis's retirement. It's the next credential. It's the eye test. There's nothing to look at here because we're talking about a guy retiring. There's nothing to look at, but this looks very bad. Let's examine the NBA's official public announcement here. NBA communications August 30th, 2023, released two sentences. NBA referee Eric Lewis has informed the league office that he is retiring effective immediately in light of his decision. The NBA's investigation into social media activity has been closed. Mm. Those are Mm. incredibly ripe sentences to be released Mm. by the league office I want to, having worked in television and media for a long time, I want to say something. When companies this large have something that they need to address, particularly a controversy or anything that could even be possibly taken in a negative light, they are so clear about the language they choose and the the order that they put the words in Everything is combed over by lawyers and vetted by the people at the very top of the company. They pour over these sentences. For these two sentences to be written this way is very, very specific. Again, NBA referee Eric Lewis has informed the league office. The the league is going, we had nothing. We didn't do this. (laughs) Old boy is coming to us and telling us that he is retiring. Effective immediately in light of his decision, what Eric Lewis is doing, we are closing this investigation because, hey, there's nothing to discuss. There's nothing to look into anymore because this guy's retiring. So, like, what are we going to do? What can the league offices do? This guy's retiring. Hey, our hands are tied. There's nothing else we can do. What are we going to do? We're going to look into this and figure something out and then punish him. He's already leaving. That's what the league is saying with this. This is absolutely this thing stinks to high hell. Your thoughts on any of the stats and this NBA uh, uh, league office uh, retirement announcement? The fact that it was like almost three months later. Yes. I'm like sure that at least from my standpoint, we had all moved on. Right. Totally. We didn't yes. care. Yes. If he was going to ref open at night. Nobody. Oh, well, it would have yes. been funny. Yep. It would have been things yelled from crowds. It would have been yeah. funny. Right. But would it, nobody would have cared. That's right. So I'm sure that they can measure, like, the sentiment of, like, how the public's responding based mm-hmm. on social media posts. Yes. Yep. They 
they could probably see that nobody really cared anymore. Th- that's right. What the hell did they find? <laughs> did they find? That's it. To where he was just like, all right. That's the question. Or were they just like, here, here these are our options. That that is a hundred percent the question. Uh, the next credential here is the press conference. Where any any great sound bites about this? The uh, NBA referees union and the league tweets the the official league account. They tweet nothing. They don't say congratulations. They no. don't say here's the. There there are no tweets. There are no statements from anyone other than that press release that got released by NBA Communications. That is stunning. I find your restraint and uh, Tom Haberstrom means their restraint on the basketball Illuminati podcast, your guy, you guys not using conjecture, you know, conjecturing as to why he was forced to retire. That shows an incredible restraint that I do not have. I will not be showing that restraint. That's not what I am. Oh yeah. The question is, why would a company like the NBA and a group of people like the NBA officials, why would they want this referee's retirement to vanish with no fanfare whatsoever? I mean, to your point, the they spend three months, quote unquote, investigating this social media activity. It takes them, my guess is, all of about two minutes reading just the information that you put out to go, okay, this is almost certainly Eric Lewis. So we, we do have right. an issue on our hands. Right. You've got to conduct interviews. Eric Lewis is probably going, I can't do it this week because, you know, my family and stuff. So I got to push this thing off and let, let's do it next week. And then they go, okay, we'll do it next week. And then three days later, he's like, oh, you know what? My my in-laws need me to, to you know, clean out their gutters on their house. So let's just do it next month. The, of the three months, there's probably a couple weeks, if not a full month of just burn time. People right. just punting the ball. Uh, the situation just, you know, being avoided, et cetera. Once they start digging into this, my guess is they found something juicy and I have a hard time believing it's not gambling. Don't you think that exactly where I'm at with it. And I even, this is what I'll say. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. Obviously I know nothing. I'm fucking some putts with a podcast. I literally know nothing. But what is the thi- what would be the thing that would make everyone go avoid this thing like it's a nuclear leak? Like exactly. get the hell away from this thing. Nobody address it. Nobody talk about it. Release this thing and try to get away from it as soon as possible. It, it as you noted, there's nothing in the tweets that's like you know he's not some virulent racist. He's not. He doesn't. He seems like a totally good guy. What would be the thing that the league would go get the hell away? It's I'm not even saying Eric Lewis was doing something to affect sports gambling. Maybe he placed some bets. And not even was he not a bad guy with the tweets. He's one of their most veteran refs. Right. But he's like one of their best employees. 19 years. Like he's their guy to go to for playoffs and finals. That's why it was a big deal when they put him from the from the finals because yeah. oh he's one of their guys man this is uh this is fantastic so it's like what the hell did they find do you have thoughts well you're not gonna guess you're oh not gonna guess where it is. um i i have, have i'm not pressuring you yeah oh no i i think that they i think that they might have had a lot of questions yeah i think they had a lot of assumptions and 
they might have sat him down and asked him, do you want to explain this, that, or this? And that three months might have just been um, a back and forth between lawyers and just let's set up a a severance package. Right. Don't talk about it. Yes. You retire. Yes. Because if it does come out that, if it were to come out that there was, there's something going on. Yep. The leaks look like. Yeah, you're right. It's going to ruin It's going to ruin them. You're absolutely right. The, The amount of time that under three months if you're thinking about how long it takes, and for those of you who haven't had to deal with this from a giant corporation or haven't had to sign an NDA, the amount of time to work up the legal language and have all parties agree, I'm willing to sign this non-disclosure agreement, that might take up near three months on its own. Right. Maybe this happens immediately. They're like, we're not commenting on this. Draw up some paperwork. Give me a severance package. I'll sign your thing. Then I'll never talk about this, and we'll just make the whole thing go away. Exactly. God damn, this is juicy. Uh, all right, Mikey, I see, has sent me a clip from the great show, uh, Gil's Arena, with uh, Gilbert Arenas and my guy, uh, Josiah Johnson at King Josiah 54 on Twitter. You guys all know him. Um, let me, let's listen to it together. The easiest group to manipulate is referees. All you do is just figure out their habits, get inside their habits, then you have them by the balls, yep. right? You want to make a little extra money, you know, if a referee is making 20 grand per, I don't even, I don't even, I'm like, they don't make 20 grand per game, right? But if someone offers them 20 grand for this game and says, all right, um, over under 212, right? The money's on the over. You would never know. You would never know he rigged that game because he's going to rig it in the favor of the stars. Wow. Right? So now you're playing in that game. This is a game you're going to have 40-50. Because all I have to do is just blow the whistle every time I think you got touched. Mm. You have a three in this crushing ball, and one. Three mm. go in. Free all I'm doing is just putting points on the board. Free throws. Yeah. Please, Mikey, explain why you sent that to us. That was like another, I guess, breadcrumb yes. for me to look at. Is is this type of stuff still happening with the NBA? Yeah. yeah. If players former players feel that way that's that's kind of big and gill does make a pretty compelling argument as yes. to how easy it would be very and how no fan would even uh raise an eyebrow of it because nope. you'd just be celebrating some player going and scoring 40 or 50 like you'd just be celebrating you'd never be like this is bullshit nba stars get calls have gotten calls for decades and decades and decades and when an nba star goes nuts and hangs 50 nobody's like this has got to be crooked you're just going what a great game from this dude right it's just totals for the most point just make them score more, have them score less. Yeah. Call a foul, don't call a foul. It'd yes. be that easy. And it's like, if they started to kind of get a whiff of that, and they're like, wait a minute. Oh, no. Let's move on to our next credential. It's Twitter fingers. Any great tweets about this moment? I'm not going to go through the tweets that are talking about Eric Lewis. There's many of them. There's, you know, your tweets, obviously, which will, you know, are, are, are legendary. Uh, lots of people commenting on this entire story the entire throughout the entire process. I want to go through Cutliff Blair's tweets. I want to go through Eric Lewis's tweets. I'm just going to go through a couple here. We already talked okay. about the first one that I saw, tweeting the league refs. 
Uh, here's another one. Someone posted, why was everyone going crazy about Chris Paul being like 0-11 in games officiated by Scott Foster, but no one cares about LeBron having a, a whole 0-82 games officiated by Eric Lewis. And this Cutliff Blair tweets and says, just like they not talking about the Smurfs taking over London. And you're just like, it, it, for him to be addressing that fake stat out of nowhere <laughs> about Eric Lewis is, to your point very early on, this Cutliff Blair riding very hard for Eric Lewis. Yep. Here's another tweet. Tweet somebody posts Lakers being swept, but no Eric Lewis. And Eric Lewis replies, Don't think he was ever the problem. Which again, you're just like, <laughs> you don't need to tweet that. Yeah. No. <laughs> what? They, he, they're saying the Lakers got swept, but Eric Lewis wasn't even there. They're not yeah. blaming you. He could just be like, Yep, because they suck. He yeah, didn't have to say exactly. anything. He didn't have to say anything. Here's another tweet. Tweet from another user talking about the free throw disparity. Uh, Eric, uh, Cutliff Blair, a.k.a. Eric Lewis, tweets, Truth is, Denver's the better team overall. They've shown it all year. Number one seed eight easy. I, I bring that one up because I'm like, he, this is a, 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 this was a tweet about the free throw disparity with the Lakers, and he's going out of his way to go, Denver's the better team overall. Now, again, if that comes from me, if that comes from Gotham Coach, you're like, whatever, it's just some asshole on Twitter. But now that we know that that's an NBA referee who's going out of his way to tell a Laker fan, no, 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 Denver's the better team. Like, why are you doing that? You know what I mean? There's a depravity here. There's like something wrong with this guy. He, it, the, the thing that the picture I'm painting here is I don't, I think this guy isn't just a fan i think he genuinely dislikes laker fans and or the lakers and it's there which is fine i have that i don't like this that's normal it's fine but if you were an nba referee you have to be able to stifle that and and bottle it up and at bare minimum don't let it out publicly <laughs> exactly that's it. Like, if you want to feel that way, that's fine. You can you can hate the Lakers and you can hate their fans and you can be an NBA referee. The only thing you have to do is tell no one publicly. He couldn't do that. And nope. the fact that he could do that has to make you believe that that's real. That the, 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 if you were tweeting about two Lakers fans and you're saying, you know what, the Lakers aren't, aren't it's not even the Lakers losing. Denver's just the better team. It's clear you have an axe to grind. It's like there's something, there's something there. He, he tweets somebody else and says, not sure if that's true. It's some random tweet that might have been deleted. Not sure if that's true either. Pretty sure there are other refs with similar stats with top teams. Smells like nothing to sniff. That, that was... is like so funny. <laughs> Smells like nothing to sniff. Smells like nothing to sniff. Also, that's a very old person thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look away. There's nothing here, guys. Smells like nothing to sniff. <laughs> And then my guy loves the shrugging emoji. That's the other thing. Yeah. He's like putting shrugging emojis. He's on everything. Uh, Jason 23 Lake post Tony brothers getting under the table money from Eric Lewis. Cutliff Blair replies Lakers fans always complaining about the refs show where those two refs consistently cheated y'all shrugging emoji, shrugging emoji. <laughs> the, 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 the words that I want to uh, uh, make sure I'm pointing out here is Cutliff Blair, who we now know is Eric Lewis, almost beyond a shadow of a doubt, is, is saying, show where those two refs consistently cheated, y'all. 
He's basically agreeing to, yes, they have been cheated, but is it consistent enough that you can prove it? Show, show where it's all the time. It's not exactly. all the time. Exactly. Sometimes. Like. <laughs> As though that makes it okay. Right. It's it's wild. And then here's another thing. Steals this, at Steals This posted, how we get Eric Lewis and Tony Brothers and nobody say this ain't uh, rigged. Fuck out of here. Uh, and then Cliff Blair again posts, yeah, blame it on them, man. Denver flat out beat y'all. And again, this is a guy <laughs> like rubbing a Lakers fan's nose in it. He was Denver, right there. He's right on top of it. <laughs> man, Denver flat out beat y'all. Guess Lakers need the refs to give them shit to win. Uh, how about stop Joker and Murray? He's like picking all these things to like go. I know the Lakers fans are hot, and I'm gonna bring up all these things to make him even more mad. He's like Laker Nation, funniest shit, crying emojis. It, it, I I think it's it does. I will say, ninety nine percent of all of his tweets are he's 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 trying to um, support his wife. Mm-hmm. He's supporting his alma mater. He is defending himself. All totally fine. The amount of tweets going at a specific Lakers fan and trying to just rub their nose in it a little bit. It, that's just the nugget that makes me go. There's something here. You, I think Eric Lewis genuinely hates Lakers fans and the Lakers. And listen, we're obnoxious. I get it. I, I would hate me too. If I wasn't a fan of the best uh, team and franchise that's ever existed in sports, I would hate us. I just think it's like, this is being proved beyond a shadow of a doubt. It's something mm-hmm. to consider. Somebody named the Tyun Leopards post every time Eric's a referee in a Lakers game, they always effing lose. And Cutliff Blair uh, replies, um, Memphis game one, y'all keep making excuses for losing. Him pointing out specific (laughs) games that the Lakers won does not go against the point of the complaint. He's not saying Eric Lewis doesn't give a shit who wins or Eric Lewis would never affect a game or risk his career. He's saying, I read your complaint about the Lakers always losing, and I'm here to say the Lakers did win one game when Eric Lewis was refing. Now, <clears throat> what normal person remembers like right. which yes. officiating crew <laughs> was refing from weeks ago for no reason like that? Oh, perfect. You're exactly no, right. Nobody. <laughs> no one. Like, what? But Eric Lewis re- remembers explicitly what game he allowed the Lakers to win because maybe there was some money that floated his yeah. way on it. That's my conjecture. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. But if you got a uh, uh, an envelope full of cash for 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 some for uh, as as a gift, maybe you might remember that date or that game or what happened on that uh, in that evening uh, that resulted in that that envelope full of cash. Something to exactly. think about. Here's another one. At Gabriel, Gabriel Britton, G-B-R-L-B-R-T-T-N, retweeted the rest for the Warriors-Kings game four and added, Eric Lewis might as well put on a Kings jersey tonight. <laughs> Cutliff Blair replied to that tweet and said, um, don't need him, up to one. That, again, this <laughs> opens up the idea that a team might need an Eric Lewis and he, NBA Eric Lewis, might actually show up for that team. Uh, he's saying Eric Lewis might as well put on the Kings jersey tonight. And he's saying, um, don't need him. No, he, no, no, no. You should be going. Eric Lewis would never put on a Kings jersey. That's absurd. But he's not saying that. He's going, no, no, no. He's not needed tonight. That's insane. That when, when someone tells you what they are, believe them. This guy is going out of his way to use very specific language. He's hidden. 
like he's hit, he's got a cloak of anonymity. He can say whatever he wants, however he wants to say it. And he's choosing these words. It's, it's really weird. It's really super Very. weird. Here's, there's another tweet where his wife was extended as the coach, like posted by George Mason or whatever. He replies to that announcement and says, congrats, which again, yep. it's like, he's, he's just doing a shit job of protecting him. Yeah. He just kind of forgot the last tweet in his Twitter fingers to go through. From at DHRUV358292, that's a real account, tweeted that uh, that said, best referee Eric Lewis. That's what someone replied to, a DHRUV, whatever his number is, said that said, best referee Eric Lewis. And then Cutliffe Blair liked that tweet. I mean, this guy, with without almost 100% certainty, searched his name on Twitter and then liked someone saying this guy's the best referee. That's outrageous. That's so sweet and funny that he's like, I'm going to like this tweet. This guy, that's very nice that he said that about me being the best referee. He's just doing a shit job of, of covering his tracks. Okay. You've put this all, all out there. The NBA shelves, Eric Lewis, they take him off the rest of that playoff series. What happens to the account? What happens to the Blair Cutliffe account after you've sort of outed it? The first thing that he did was nothing Got for it. hours. Got it. Nothing. As it was exploding. Right. Finally, at about like 1045 at night, the day that the first tweet went out exposing that account. Got it. He tweets, Dear Pablo. Pablo is the name of the account that screen recorded all of the tweets. Dear Pablo, right family, wrong Lewis. You might want to out his brother, Mark. Just have fun. Twitter ain't Watergate. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Now, let me get the time exactly right. 10.48 p.m. 10.48 p.m., right? I saw this and I just started laughing hysterically. Like, okay, right family, wrong brother. All right. Sure. So funny. This is Mark Lewis, right family, older brother. I'm sorry I put E in this situation. (laughs) So he, so yeah, he had deleted that first one and then did this one oh is that true okay hold yeah. on i'm sorry i jumped i jumped no out. no that's exactly that's exactly what happened that's why it was so damn funny because he had put that first one out that dear pablo right family wrong lewis you might want to out his brother mark just just have fun <laughs> wait, wait is that twitter, okay twitter ain't watergate <laughs> so he put that out that tweet out and then what deletes it deletes it and puts up the the tweet that I have. Yes. Oh my God. So okay, hold on. <laughs> to, to be clear, for anyone that's not following along, uh, Cutliffe Blair, aka Eric Lewis, posts a reply to the account that amplifies this entire viral moment and sort of outs him, and says he writes a response and then for some reason deletes it, takes it down, and rewrites a public tweet saying his the one that was up for a while says this is Mark Lewis, right family, older brother. I'm sorry I put E in this situation, but this ain't Watergate. You're right. This account will be coming down. Twitter should not be this vindictive. Sorry to inconvenience you. That's yep. what ultimately he puts out and has stand. Yep. What, read your read the one that you have again. The original original response. This is. It says, Dear Pablo, right family, wrong Lewis. You might want to out his brother, Mark. (laughs) Just have fun. 
Twitter ain't Watergate. That's fascinating to think about the difference between those two tweets. I would love to know why he was like, ah, oh, this isn't right. This isn't the right reply. I'm going to take yeah. this one down and repost it. Also, he has not learned. Eric Lewis, the old man, has not, and I don't mean old man as a, as a pejorative. I'm saying he's of an age where he doesn't realize if I post this and it is live for any amount of time at this point, someone's definitely going to screenshot it. Right. He does not know that. So he <laughs> goes i'm gonna rewrite this and post it and say this is mark lewis so he goes from <laughs> Im from impugning his brother and saying you should out mark lewis to going no no no, no. that makes it seem like this is me to say this is someone in the lewis family you need to get his brother that makes it seem like it is eric lewis he changes it and goes this is mark lewis <laughs> that is so funny and it's it also gives credence because in the reply that then is up for a while the, the tweet that i have this is mark lewis he capitalizes all of he puts all, mark in all caps to make it seem like the tweet that i just posted that made it seem like this could be eric lewis by saying you should uh. you should look into his brother mark lewis he takes that down. And so his reply is, no, this is Mark Lewis. And I, this is so Mark Lewis that I'm going to capitalize my first name, Mark. To this make is you know. Mark. Mark. This, this is, is Mark, Mark Lewis. That is so funny. I did oh. not know that detail. He posts a reply, deletes it, and reposts it because he realized my first reply made it seem like this could be Eric Lewis trying to screw over his brother. Yes. I need to post this like I am Mark Lewis. Mm -hmm. This takes us to our next credential, You Mad. Rob, play my camera on clip here. Thank you so much. Who is mad about this? I love it when someone's mad about a moment. I know who's mad. If Eric Lewis has a brother named Mark, Mark Lewis is mad. How did he get dragged into this fucking shit situation by his brother? Either his brother hit him and was like, hey, do you mind if I screw you over and drag you into this thing? Or he just did it without asking him. Either way, so funny. That's some perfect little brother shit, by the by. It <laughs> makes me think that he does have an older brother named Mark because I'm a little brother and I would screw over my big brother this, without thinking twice. I'd be like, if I'm going down, I'm dragging you into this shit too. This is Mark Lewis. He's the fucker that did this. Blame that guy. All of you NBA fans, screw him. He should be out of his career. Not me. He somehow thought that like that would fix it. Oh, it's just it's just Mark. It's just his brother. What? what? We still have a problem here. What? Also, your your brilliant realization that if you think about all of this through the lens of like what would an old person do, that's like a perfect old person response to go. I know what I can do. Just blame it on the, my brother, and then yeah. everybody will forget about it. Like oh, this is. Like this, this is Mark, right? <laughs> like this isn't just a teeming mass of fucking assholes on the internet with nothing to do, and and uh, you know an axe to grind against the referee like this. I feel very bad for him that he had to go through all of this, but it is very very funny. Uh, yes. My hats off to him. Uh, let's go to our next credential, the test of time. Where does this moment stack up against other moments like it in history? The question is to you, Mikey. Is this ordeal better or worse than Katie's burner or the Colangelo burner situation? <laughs> Where do those rank for you? Which is the worst? Which is the uh, craziest 
and which is the least uh, of an issue. Because again, if we're deciding whether this moment goes into the first battle hall of fame, if we know there are other burner stories that are maybe better than this, then maybe this one doesn't go in. It's something to think about your rankings. I would, I would have to say the Colangelo one was absolutely crazy. Crazy. Cause he was really going hard (laughs) at like people, real people. He's like a billionaire, right? I mean, he's got tons of money. Right. But it's like, uh, you probably guess he feels that way anyways. Yeah. Is it, is it that much of a surprise? <laughs> KD's? It was like, <laughs> it was funny for sure. <laughs> Super funny. <laughs> but it, in the end, it, it brought KD as being very, you know, yes. forefront with us on Twitter. Yeah. So now we, we get a lot of uh, conversation out of KD. I'm surprised <laughs> that KD just didn't um, uh, say that's not true. That's, right. that's not true. I'm never admitting that. <laughs> Why didn't he take that with him to yeah, his grave? I've yeah. never understood that. I don't know. I guess does he, does he think? It's, it's, does he go? What, someone at Twitter is going to out that this is the, that this is connected to the same phone. Like, is he worried right. about that? He probably knew that once he gets in person and cameras, he he's not going to be able to right to hide it. They're going to ask him at yeah, some yeah, point, yeah. and he's it's going to it's going to be <laughs> yeah. You're right. That's you probably know? it. He's probably like I can't. You know what? And that makes me like him. And yeah. by the by, it tips my hand a little bit about how far I'm willing to go with my lie. That I'm like going just you take that with you forever. Never drop that. <laughs> Never let them know. Never admit defeat. Go with it forever. It. You have to just deny, deny, yes. deny the burner forever. You know that's and, it. And and Katie he's going i don't think i can do it it's this is too much i'm just gonna admit to it yeah yeah that makes me like him. this one this one ranks it might rank above kd in terms of funniness yes but in terms of craziness i I don't know if it's above the calendula (sighs) it's a lot to think about okay let's keep moving on the x factor everybody knows what x factor is their next credential what is the x factor here do you have an x factor to this moment is there something else in this moment that makes it special Oh man, yes, yes, there is an X factor. What is it for you? Well, <laughs> as we know, that one of the reasons why we found his account is because his wife was a coach at George Mason, right? Women's basketball, right? To me, that was like a huh moment because yes, George Mason is located in Northern Virginia. Got it. I'm okay with saying me myself. I'm located in Northern Virginia. <laughs> And I knew that there was probably a chance that I I might see this guy somewhere at some point in life. <laughs> and yeah, it happened. <laughs> Where did you see him? I, I saw him at a Lifetime uh, Fitness Center. Oh my God. Uh, he was refereeing a men's rec game Wait. back in the summer. <laughs> Oh my God! What a fall from grace from the NBA playoffs to refereeing uh, 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 like a local league game yeah. at the fitness center. Yeah, yeah. But I will say the video that got put out there because it got put on TikTok and stuff. That wasn't my video. Other okay, people, okay. other people knew that he was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was there, I acted like I had no idea who he was because people are whispering. They're all like, "That's that ref," and I'm like, "Really? Oh. Hold on. Is there anyone there at?" Uh, is there anyone there with you or that knew you there that knew you had? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Because they, they, they texted me. They're like, hey, hey, Mikey, like, I think that that's the ref is here. Ref oh, my God. And they sent me a picture and I'm like, it kind of looks like him. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, if it's him, I have to go. I have to like humanize. <laughs> I want to see him in person. Yeah. 
And I walk in, and I, I, I know the host of the league, uh, the guy who runs the league. Uh, so he's on a microphone. It's a championship game. And he's like, oh, what's up, Mikey? Yeah. He brings me in. He walks me in. And so kind of eyes are kind of on me. And I walk right past him. We're like three feet apart. We like lock eyes. I give him a, oh, what's up? He says, what's up? I didn't know if he recognized oh me. Oh, my God. So I'm sitting there like, oh, man, this is crazy. Uh, this is before the retirement. This is, yeah. That is just fantastic. Uh, <laughs> so wait a minute. He's like on pro. Yeah, well, he had to have been. He had to have been yeah. on probation because you've put it out, but he's not yet retired. But maybe, to our point earlier, maybe he's made the decision to retire. Maybe. And it's just that we're waiting on the ink to dry here. And right. he run- He maybe sees you. Oh, my God. What a fantastic yeah. So detail. I'm sitting there during that game thinking, is he getting ready to like just turn around and throw this basketball at my face? Like, what's getting? <laughs> what is getting ready to happen here? Because does he recognize me? Does he not? I don't know. Oh my god, it's crazy. My X Factor, my submission for the X Factor here is the Pat Bev camera thing that we opened the episode <laughs> with. That moment is so funny. Pat Bev walking a camera out onto the court, and by the by, Pat Bev was on Gill's Arena with uh, Josiah Johnson. And they asked him, where did you get the camera from? And he did not answer. I desperately want to know whose camera was that? Where did you get it? And Pat Bev did say on the show, it's not like I asked for the camera. So someone must have said, here's the photo. Here's the proof, Pat. And then he saw it and was like, oh, I'll walk it out to Eric Lewis and show it to him. That moment is so goddamn funny. And that image will live forever. An NBA player on court holding a DSLR, showing it to an NBA referee. It's fucking perfect. And here's the thing. I don't know if that moment makes it into the first ballot Hall of Fame on its own, but folded into a stunning NBA referee and this incredible backstory and this library of old tweets that we get to go through on this episode, we've got ourselves something to consider as an entry here for the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame, uh, first Bell Hall of Fame. My God. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. It's, it, it's time. Let's move on. It's mm-hmm. time for the cosign. Mikey Weiland, the floor is yours. The mic is yours. Does Eric Lewis's stunning retirement mm-hmm from the National Basketball Association, the role you played in it, does it belong in the first ballot Hall of Fame and why? Yes, <laughs> it it has to. It it changed the fabric and trajectory <laughs> of the NBA. It really did. Because if he was still working, we don't know what the outcome would be yep. of certain situations. Yep. We don't know. He could literally be the cause for or for not certain NBA champions, championships. Before we move on to the induction speech, I want to give you, you, we, we've already stated this. You did not get into this because you were a Lakers fan and wanted to out this guy. You just were seeing some information. This Cutliff Blair kept hitting you and you were like, I'm just going to take, I'm going to look into this thing. Like this wasn't, you, you didn't have a personal agenda here. It just sort of fell into your lap. Yes. Okay. I, I, I think Mikey Wallen is a good guy. And I, again, I said this, I think he's a fantastic Lakers fan. One of the best. He's one of the goddamn best. There should be a Mikey Wallen reference. (laughs) 
in in the uh, uh, at Staples Center. P- put it somewhere. I'm not saying we need to hang a Mikey Wallen jersey. I'm just saying let's get a let's get some like a plaque, uh, a picture to hang somewhere in Staples Center for Mikey Wallen. I think it's important. Okay, it's time for the induction speech. That's when I Neil get to decide whether this moment goes into the first Bell Hall of Fame. Listen, I'm going to take everything into account. And I, honestly, I didn't know. I thought you know what? There's no way this isn't a blast to talk about. And I think Mikey's a fantastic storyteller. I think it's been a lot of fun to listen to him tell this story uh, as an NBA fan. This is just juicy as hell, and it's been a blast. I really appreciated it. But ultimately, I got to protect my Hall of Fame. I got to decide, is this moment good enough? And as I think about the material impact, your work got an NBA referee to retire, to leave the league. Do you hear what I'm saying? This man left his job. He left the NBA. He left the league because of the work that Mikey Weiland did. Full stop. Now, could that affect the Lakers' future? Could it affect the future in a negative way? Yes, it could. We don't know that it will, but it could. Could it affect an NBA title somewhere down the road? Yes, it could. We don't know that it will, but it could. Could it affect... NBA sports betting and sports betting in general. It could. We don't know that it will, but it could. But let me tell you the thing I'm 100% certain about. Mikey Wyland's work got an NBA referee to retire. His work forced a man to retire from his job. That is not up for debate. This moment is about power to the people. This moment is bigger than Eric Lewis, the league, and the game. This is about what one man can do. Stack this moment up against the other great moments in life and history where one man made a difference. But in this case, this one man is is Mikey underscore Wyland. I went to Italy this past year, and you're standing in that hot-ass church, and you're looking up at the ceiling, and you're going, God damn, this is pretty fucking crazy that this dude laid, like was laying down 100 feet in the air, painting this friggin' ceiling, and he's upside down, and you're, he's making this thing, and you're looking at all the angels, and like they've all got little different ha- hairstyles, and he painted all that shit. And you're looking at it, and you are going, it does dawn on you. It is crazy that one man did this. This incredible work, all done by one man but it's good to remember things like that it's good for all of us to remember that one person if they put their mind and heart into something can achieve something great sports fandom is really rooted in this insane belief that we as fans can affect the outcome of the game is that not true We all watch the game and we cheer. We go to the arena. You cheer thinking, my support is going to affect this game. It's why you do these insane superstitions. It's it's what we want. We want to believe that we're also a part of the team and that my contribution helped you win this title. Mikey Weiland, your work got an NBA referee to retire. Power to the people. This is your Sistine Chapel. Congratulations to Mikey Weiland, Eric Lewis, Cutliff Blair, and all of the people on Twitter. This moment is 100% going in to the first ballot Hall of Fame. May your plaque hang on a wall. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Glad that. My God. <laughs>
Do you think that this is your Sistine Chapel, sir? This is yeah. what you did. It's crazy to think about because it was almost like I didn't want it to be true when I knew that it was the case. I was like, oh, no, please. Like, like, come on. (laughs) And you know, by the way, sure as shit, that Silver sat down with the refs and the ref union and were like, okay, this thing went left. We're not going to talk about it. But you all need to be on your P's and Q's this season. If you have an account, delete it. Get (laughs) off social. Don't reply to people. Don't do this. He laid out a handbook for all the NBA refs after this whole ordeal and said, this is the the rule of the of the law going forward. Don't fuck this up or you're fucking dead meat. That's right. You have changed the NBA and the league for God knows how long. That is unbelievable yeah. to think about from your <laughs> tweets. Yeah. It's almost as if like if the Warriors had to suspend Clay Thompson <laughs> indefinitely. Like right. one of their main yes. guys. Yes. Not just a ref. Not, ju- not just a ref. <laughs> like this, their that team is affected forever. They will forever be different. That's what you did. Yep. Uh, you are a great. <laughs> you are a great man. You are a one of Thank the best you. Lakers fans. I'm going to put you right behind me as the second Thank best Lakers fan. I'll of take time. it. I'll take it. Uh, just absolutely amazing work. You. I want you to be the official investigator what's the word like what's when they talk about like private investigators and they're oh, like a man. word about fingers like what do they say it's a oh gumshoe that's the word i was thinking <laughs> of you are the official gumshoe of the first ballot hall of fame podcast congratulations mikey how can people follow you how can they support what you're doing right there at twitter at mikey wallen there's three y's m-i-k-e-y-y-y underscore wallen w-y-l-l-i-n fantastic everybody follow mikey support him we're all we got mikey thank you so much for coming on the show it was fantastic i love it i love it that's it that's the show my thanks to mikey wyland what a story the most important episode i've made as a lakers fan and it's all true baby that's outrageous we need answers why did eric lewis retire the people want to know and until we get those answers The plaque for this moment hangs on the walls of the first ballot Hall of Fame credits. Rob Babarucci edits the show. A ton of work on this one, Robbie. Yeoman's work with the music. That music, it's all made by Rhythm J. Follow him on all socials at Rhythm J. The production team, Jessica Sengleads, our producers. EJ Cabasal is the new guy. And David Estramskis is our producer at Ball is Life. Please rate and review us. I'm told it really makes a difference. I don't know why. But it would help me. And all I am is just a little old half Filipino guy in the basement. Independent podcast, baby. Help me out. On top of that, please come back next week for more First Ballot. I'm the hero.